you've tuned into the Happily Married and Love podcast with your hosts, Sherry and Michael. Hey, before you do anything else, hit that subscribe button so that way you're notified of every time we upload a new episode. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is Michael and Sherry, your host with the Happily Married and Love podcast. Hey, so this time we're going to be talking about boredom. Are you bored? Are you bored in your relationship? Uh, yeah, that's a, wow. That almost sounds like Urch. Ur- Ur- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he sounded like he was bored. <laughs> Even though he wasn't in a relationship. <laughs> right, that's probably why he was bored. Yeah, but what we want to talk about are... Um, Every marriage has those times where you, you like the ebbs and flows of life. And if you're not careful, not sensitive to it, you can enter into that time where it seems just like boredom sets in. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say, no, nah, I'm never bored. Hey, praise God. <laughs> but for the rest of us, there might be times where you're like, uh, OK, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we kind of joke with each other. I, I'll turn over and look at you. It's like, are we becoming old people? <laughs> old people don't have to be bored though. yeah right right and, and no yeah i mean well sometimes it's good because like there's times we've had so much going on where we're always gone doing something mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there's times where you're relaxing like man I, I can see why people get used to this right all right but what we want to talk about is boredom boredom and so how do you deal with it mm-hmm. you know some i don't want to say it's inevitable but it's just like everything in life you know if you ever raise kids, especially teenagers, mm-hmm. it's like, what's wrong with you? I'm bored. Right. All right well, you can't read your Bible. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> and then they fall asleep, right? They fall asleep, right. Or you can go outside and go play. Go go outside and play. Right. Well, I want to go outside for it. I'm going to sweat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, but anyway. I'm, so don't we don't want to digress. Yeah. But, talking about couples. But, but we are talking about couples because there's couples who are raising kids. Just there's some couples in the throes of raising kids right now. There's some couples who are empty nesters. Yeah, like us, and empty nesters. There are couples who don't have children uh-huh. by choice, of course. Right. Yeah. So, but we, you know, it's interesting because I think one of the points we want to bring out, and we have, we don't have to start there, is couples have to be really intentional about having marriage times and not family time all the time mm-hmm. because kids can, can just you can consume your life right right you know you got 18 20 years or 25 years or however many kids you got mm-hmm. and you never really invested in the relationship with the husband and wife right that when you finally empty nest or sometimes you look at each other like who are you mm-hmm. and what am i supposed to do now what am i supposed to do now right because you've poured so much into the kids and not into each other not into each other right that's something that we made sure mm-hmm. when we married and when we had our son, like, let's not go deep into I mean, we We invested our time into him, but we always made sure we spent time together as, mm-hmm. as it says here, uh, right. marriage time and not just family time. True, true. And I know it sounds rough. Please, people, don't, don't send me nasty emails. But it, <laughs> it's kind of like I took the approach of just one day my son's going to be out of my house. Mm-hmm. We're raising an adult, and that was the approach towards it. So it was like the the clock started. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen, twenty years, however many years it's going to be, mm-hmm. you're going to be out of our house, right? <laughs> and that's why right. we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, did. he can come back, but you know that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. All right. So, what's the first point? What we you know, about? we want to talk about uh, you. You want to keep the marriage fresh by 
first of all, don't, you know, don't think ahead of each other. and Don't think, you know, think of the right now. We love each other. Me and my husband love each other. And we have things that we do. We have places that we go, people that we see. See, all those. Okay, but then when all that's over, how do you avoid just, you know, looking at the person mm-hmm. in the house like, man. Yeah, yeah. So bored in the relationship. There are things that we can do. It says here, and I'm, I'm coming from a book called Couples Devotions, New Testament book, mm-hmm. Psalms and Proverbs, just so we'll keep this thing right. out in the open. It says, commit yourself to marriage time, which we talked about that. Right. Spend time with each other as you are pro- providing for your children with a rich gift, a portrait of a committed and loving marriage. Right. Right. Secondly, we want to keep changing. And I think that's uh, something that that's the, that us as people can right. get really uh, compliant, complacent. 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 <laughs> compliant. <laughs> complacent. <laughs> Right. And uh, it says, keep changing. Help your partner to change. All right, so what do you mean change? You know, if when we first got married, we could always go by, you know, we, we, were, we were happy. We loved each other. We spent a lot of time together. Yes, yeah, young couples typically do. Right. Changing could be, you know, you find something that needs to be done, you all do it together. Let's just say you're in your house, you've had to had a color in your house for X amount of years, 15 years. You're like, you know what? We are going to change the theme and the colors of our house. <laughs> I'm laughing. Because Why are you laughing? No, I'm, I'm laughing because I don't, you don't see it as much anymore, but I remember going to grandparents' house and they had that, <laughs> that plastic on the, on the sofas mm-hmm. and it's looking at like, okay, you know, and like I said, the house hadn't been painted. It didn't mean it was bad, but Everything was like, um, you know, that was like two or three decades ago. (laughs) 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 You know, and it it does happen. Mm -hmm. You know, it does happen. Um, You know, it was something you brought up earlier that I wanted to go back to about marriage time versus family time. Mm Because we kind of hit it. Because it does send um, a model to the kids that that's what a husband and wife, that's not just mom and dad. But that's what a marriage looks like, that they spend time with each other mm-hmm. and invest in each other. Right. You know, and I think that's important. Now, you know, you, sometimes you have to be creative of finding a babysitter. Depends on, again, your ages. But what we learned, mm-hmm. and I think <clears throat> I'm going to give a shout out to Vanessa. Um, years ago, I remember the first trip we took right. somewhere. I mean, she was she specifically said, Sherry, let us keep your son. You you guys need to go out and don't call us because <laughs> she knew you. She said, "Well, I'll give you one call, just check, but then after then we don't hear from you." Right? Because she knew, because she saw that you know you as a mom, you were so wrapped up in him, which you needed to right. at a certain point. But she also could say it's valuable for you all's relationship, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we're talking about. Right? And even if you you can't do something like going away for a weekend or whatever. Make make a lunch date, right? Exactly. Make a dinner date. That do something in the house. Um, and, and <laughs> please, I'm I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to n- not say things I get in trouble, but it's like maybe 
you guys sit on the deck and lock the door so the kids can't come out the house. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. You, 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 you <laughs> Why in the, the world? Would he, he sound like he's been watching a lot of Bernie Mac. Oh. Lock the with? door. Well, <laughs> I'm sitting out on the deck. <laughs> Bernie Mac. He has a peace and quiet. You okay. Know. okay. But, you know, but it, it is mm-hmm. those things where you do make an appointment. That's what I was trying to you say. You do. You do. And then changing. Changing, changing. yeah. 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 I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do to change. I mean, we've we've made some changes. We we exercise together. Yeah. We try to make it a point exercise. Yeah. You know, we ain't trying to be the skinniest folks in the world, but being in shape and doing the right things with our body. Correct. You know, like Correct. Gregory, Gregory. Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory. Shoot, help me. Dick Gregory said the things that Americans need to do is he said that we deal with sleep, sleep deprivation. deprivation. Mm-hmm. We deal with uh, dehydration. Dehydration. And he said exercise. I like this. And I said, those are some good points that he made. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, drinking water is important. Exercising is important. Right. Now, the sleep deprivation, I, I think when you do the exercises, that it helps with oh, yeah. the sleep. You know, I, but the point is doing that together, finding something you can do together. <laughs> To help take the boredom out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then what do you, you know, what do you say to a couples like, well, you know, we do, we do the fitness thing together, we go to the gym together, mm-hmm. but it still feels like we're bored though. What do you say? You have to get that out of your mind. Okay. We're gonna have to get boredom out of our minds, <clears throat> and to this, you know, it's some of the things you're gonna have to say is just making positive statements about your relationship. Well, first of all, how do you define boredom? Boredom? Yeah. How do you define boredom? You tell me. What What does it mean to be bored, Mike? What does it mean? <laughs> For those of you listening, you see how she just sent that right back to me because <laughs> she doesn't have a working <laughs> definition. And I'm not letting her off the hook on this one. <laughs> okay. Because before the show, she actually had she had a definition. She was looking at we- uh, Webster's. So, no. I'm not... <laughs> Okay, okay, all right, I'm there. Okay, so what is it? The state of feeling disinterested in one's surroundings, having nothing to do, or feeling that life is dull. Ah, disinteresting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's really what we're talking about is those feelings of, well, first of all, identifying that, okay, well, well number one, why do you feel disinterested? Why do you feel life is dull? Now, you could have a spouse who is a very introverted person. They don't like really going out. They're okay with staying home. You can have other spouses like, you know, they get their, their energy from going out. Mm-hmm. That's something they got to work through, you know. True, true. That's very true. Um, and then also, too, you know, maybe maybe learning to do something together that you guys can work on. And doesn't necessarily mean you have to like, that both spouses absolutely have to actually like or love what you do. <clears throat> Like, for example, there's those um, those paint where you can go to a ceramics place if you're in the ceramic kind of a thing and mm-hmm. make a, make a, well, actually, some of them, you don't make anything. You just kind of paint. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. cup, bowl, exactly. plate. But it's something to do. Um, you know, since the COVID thing is lifted in most places, I mean, you can go outside, you can learn how to golf. That's one thing mm-hmm. we were talking about. Right, right. Um, tennis. You know what, but you know whatever you, you you make a point of saying, I've got to do something more. 
Because if, if, if I keep doing the same thing but expect different results, that's the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's, there's things that, be, that, that can be done. I mean, find okay. out, if you don't remember, what, did you, what is each other's interests? What are they? Okay. I mean, my husband enjoys doing yard work. You don't. I'm not real excited about the yard work, but back to what he used <laughs> Maybe to Maybe not excited. <laughs> as excited as you yeah, are. But not. I will go out and stand with him and support him and say, you know, you're doing a good job. Yeah, hand me a shovel, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, hand him a shovel. Yeah. I'm, you know, I may bring you, you know. You do bring me water. Bags. Or, kind of... Water is, yeah. That's important, isn't it? When you're mm-hmm. feeling a little dehydrated, bring you some water. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Yeah, so there's other things. That's that's one thing. I, I I realize that I do enjoy doing artwork. Yeah, um, that's true. I've sent out, you know, creative cards. Right. You know, or I've done things just by journal. You know, those are things that I enjoy doing. Yeah, so what I think I hear you saying is those are things that you enjoy doing you're finding that helps also deal with maybe some of the boredom that or the dullness you feel because you've got an outlet Mm -hmm. where it's not all wrapped up in just us but it's you're developing i've got stuff i'm doing but we still come together you know you put your artwork up in the house or i can help Mm -hmm. you know with one of your cards or something like that. right we actually did some artwork together and we did put it on the wall right and then something when you're card, sometimes you'll ask me for some input on them. Mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, you might want to change this or whatever. Right. You know, or just maybe you want me to cut something for you. you know, that's correct. Cool. Correct. So that's cool. Just engaging in in things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, the thing is that that's kind of I don't want people to feel this. Hey, that's kind of a given. But some mm-hmm. of it's it's not necessarily a given because you just get into the routine of life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. <clears throat> We did have one scripture we wanted yes, to go through. Yes, yes. Go through the scriptures. You know, this is, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, point. no, no. Um, you know, it's a really interesting scripture. Um, it kind of deals with, well, it, it definitely deals with boredom, but also deals with some other things that, um, to give us context for it. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's Proverbs chapter 5, verses 15 through 21, maybe 23. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So it starts out and says, I'm reading from the Living Translation. Let me hang on. Let me make sure I got it. Yeah, the New Living Translation. All right. Which is a bit of a paraphrase, but it gets the principles. Mm-hmm. And the points mm-hmm. Okay. So it reads, starting verse 15, it says, Drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your, wait for it, wife. Wife. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why spill the water of your springs in the streets, having sex with just anyone? Now, see, that deals with, well, <laughs> we wouldn't have to have one of these podcasts. We're going to have to talk about situationships. <laughs> right, right. You know, which just means that they're just having, and there's no, you're just having sex. Mm-hmm. But there's no no expectations of any of that. But the problem with that is it kind of puts you in this this area here mm-hmm. that you, mm-hmm. you get into the habit of, well, you know. I got many wells. I don't have to have just one well. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, then that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do that. All right. All right. So then verse 17 said, you should reserve it for yourselves. Never share it with strangers. Okay. Now, obviously, he's talking about having full sex. 
But as we have learned over the years and as people have learned, there can be emotional affairs. It can. You know, there's a, can. You, can, you can get, you know, instead of reserving that emotional or that relationship or vulnerability with mm-hmm. your spouse, mm-hmm. you can get out there and with strangers. Right. It's interesting. They call it strangers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could be whoever. Yeah, <laughs> but we could call it, it social media. Yeah. Sometimes, mm-hmm, so, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, verse 18 says, Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. She is a loving deer, a graceful doe. Let her breast satisfy you at all, so, satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Now, see, that, that right there is if you're always captivated, because you notice in verse 19, let her satisfy you always. Then he comes back and then the latter part of that same verse, may you always be captivated by her love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, in, in, in communication and in conflict, you try to avoid always because right. typically right. it's not always. Like you always burn the toes. You don't always burn the toes. <laughs> right. You, know, you don't burn any toes, you know, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> you know? But, you know, people say you always do this. You always and it's interesting he uses that, that language here because he's like, no, this is the habit you want. This is the right, frequency right. you want mm-hmm. is rejoicing with your wife. You know, and it gets to a point where you're tolerating, you know, your wife. You That's a that's a flag. You're like, man, I'm starting to tolerate her. Yeah. Right. That's not good. No, you don't want to tolerate. You know, but you got to be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Um. Verse 20, why be captivated? Captivated, the same root word, captive. Now, some woman has captivated, and he calls her, he says, why be captivated, my son, by an immoral woman or fondle the breast of a promiscuous woman? Now, those of you who are not familiar with Scripture think that Scripture is boring. (laughs) (laughs) Scripture is not boring. I mean, you have to pay someone to help you misunderstand what he's mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right That's right. Right, That's there. right. right there. So verse 21, for the Lord sees clearly what a man does, examining every path he takes. Okay. So, I mean, this is one scripture here that you see as from a husband standpoint, from a male standpoint, mm-hmm. it's admonishing me. It's teaching me to says, wait a minute, you know, if you're feeling those things of boredom coming in with your spouse, no, he say you should. Number one, you don't want to spill your water at the springs in the street. He said, and having sex with just anyone. Well, that's first of all, that's a problem because you're breaking covenant. Right. All right. But then also he's talking about, he said, no, this is the wife of your youth. And in that context, they would marry young mm-hmm. and they would grow together. Mm-hmm. In some cases you see like Boaz and Ruth, he was a much older man than she was because mm-hmm. also that that was a common practice as well. But right. still, it, it was a matter of she is yours and you need to find satisfaction and enjoyment and love mm-hmm. with her. <clears throat> Instead of being out with anybody that's outside of the relationship became a stranger in that context. Right. Is this making sense? It does. It does. Okay. Um but also, too, I, I want people to realize that at the time he wrote it, and it's definitely the Holy Spirit inspired the author to write to men because men had the upper hand in, in the time it was written. Mm-hmm. Men were dominant. Women didn't have as much rights. But in t- if we put this in today's 
um, vernacular in society. Uh, some of these women need to also read this. It's like, uh, you know, you don't, don't be going out there, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? you know? Um, and then especially, we, we want to talk to those couples who, I we know society says that you can live together and, you know, why get married? Why get the piece of paper? You know? But the problem here, right here, is an example of because of that lack of commitment, like I said, there's situationships. Right. There's that lack of commitment. It it sets a, a pattern of thinking that, well, you know, I could just I can just bounce anytime I want to. I can just go. Or just have a side piece or something. Or just like have that. a set or several mm-hmm. side pieces. Right. You know. Um, but then what that does is that that perpetuates that boredom. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm bored with this person. Mm-hmm. I'm bored with this other one. You know, well, you know this guy here. And, and we can digress here. You remember? I'm not gonna mention her name, but it was the famous evangelist where she talked about when she was unsaved that she had a man for money, she had a man for <laughs> sex, she had a man who was handyman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she mm-hmm. had these different relationships, right? And each one met a different need, right? Until she got right. saved and she and she she <laughs> she got it together, <laughs> right? Like, right? Man, that's messed up, though. It is. It is. But you know, um, the reason we're sharing that for everybody here is these scriptures here, and there's other ones. But it really, verses 19 and 20, really nails and says, come on, you drives it home that you need to rejoice. You need to find joy, rejoy, rejoice, renew, mm-hmm, renew mm-hmm, to go mm-hmm. back to, restore. All those words that have re in the beginning means right. to go back, right. essentially back to. So rejoice in a wife of your youth. You know, why you can be captivated, my son, by an immoral woman. Or a promiscuous woman. They're out there. Yeah. That's the thing. They are out there. They're out there. Yeah. And you can be full of the Lord and be like, no, no. I'm not going to, the grass is not greener on the other side. Right. I'm going to enjoy the grass that I have now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, the grass on your side of the fence, if you're not cultivating it, if you're not fertilizing it, mm-hmm. it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right, right. You know? Now, it was funny. We were just talking about that because we, we were driving the other day. And we saw this couple actually had pulled the grass up and they were putting sod down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember making a statement. It was like, yeah, okay, they're at the point where they, they just couldn't get the grass together. So they ripped it out or dug it up, however they did it, mm-hmm. and started new. They're still together. They're still in their house, mm-hmm. but they did something different. Right. And maybe some of these couples, that's what they end up need to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. might need to. May need to. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing all the talking. No, I'm 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 listening to what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I'm knowing that, or I'm I'm thinking that women need to hear this, men need to hear this. Mm-hmm. Young, old, you know, they get tired, they get bored, mm-hmm. they don't want they and they and they just basically it's like you get stuck in a, a, a certain position. It's like no, you can come out of that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm so glad you talked about getting stuck. Because verses 22 and 23 of this chapter outlines, and I'm going to read in this translation, then I'm going to find the other translation to read out of <laughs> okay. it. Because this is key. Verse 22 says, an evil man or evil woman is held captive by his own sins. Mm-hmm. They are ropes that catch and hold him. Mm. 
man, so that gives an answer to like sometimes you're like wondering like what is up with this person, mm-hmm. man? Why can't mm-hmm. they break three? Well, scripture says they're held captive by their own sins. And verse twenty three is pretty serious. They say he will die for lack of self control. He will be lost because of his great foolishness. Now, in context, he's referring back to having sex with strangers, being out there with promiscuous. Because mm-hmm. even in one of the other Psalms, it talks about on how, you know, the the Horus woman is is her. I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I've got these paraphrases <laughs> in my head of. <clears throat> Her house is on the way to hell. Wow. And talking about the guests that go there all end up dead. And yeah. another place, I think it was uh, King David was writing. And he's, you know, he was writing about, you know, that you can go out and have a promiscuous and then you get a venereal disease and it's your mm-hmm. body's being consumed. Right. I mean, they didn't have penicillin back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wow. Know, they didn't have wow. a doctor. That was serious. Yeah, not serious. But, you know, in this particular case, maybe it's not that bad, but... When people find that themselves are bored and they're not really making the investment, mm-hmm. then you could find no no telling where you can end up because of lack of self control. You know, somebody else gets you. You know, or unfortunately, some people get divorces. You know, sometimes because of no no cause of their own, no fault, and we don't want people to walk away feeling like, man, I'm, I'm getting beat up. No, that's not it. But what we are seeing is in this particular case. It it causes you to okay if you're starting to look at somebody else, you need to go say okay wait a minute I've got I've got something at home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know um you know just in simple words we're trying to say that the enemy constantly is in our minds mm-hmm. and we have to cast those thoughts down the enemy comes it says to kill steal and destroy mm-hmm. he wants to destroy marriages he wants right couples to not get along he wants there to be strife so that you don't have mm-hmm. God in the midst of your relationship mm-hmm. so once you get that straight mm-hmm. then you can um, look at your spouse in a different way and say, and, and say out loud Lord help me mm-hmm. to be the spouse that I need to be the husband or the wife to my in this relationship right. and then um, what was the other thing I had in my mind um Hear from God. Pray. You can pray. <laughs> Lord, something's not working. Right. Something's not working well. You right. all pray together as a couple. You pray right. as individuals. Right. And I want you all to know that in Psalm of Songs, Song of Solomon, there's a lot of yeah. scripture in there for married couples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling you, the Bible is not, the Bible yeah. definitely is not boring. What is she, that one lady called it, Red Hot Monogamy? <laughs> <laughs> Song of Solomon is pretty, is pretty serious. <laughs> I mean, Solomon, you know, he, he what was the, was it the Shumanite Shuman, woman? Yeah, the Shunammite. Yeah, right. they, they had hot, glowing marital love, marital yeah. love yeah. with one another. So it's not boring. And if you read, even if you read this during the, mm-hmm time that the relationship time that you have it will renew some things in you that you didn't know was there okay he's getting quiet on me y'all <laughs> no, I'm sitting there thinking like should I ask her to respond <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna leave that one alone <laughs> I mean I'm 
tell you, we've been married for 35 years. Yeah, we just celebrated. And we yeah. are still excited about one another. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know. And it takes work. But we've done what, you, what we, were, we started with is, you know, I used to make the joke, and I stopped saying it, was, you know, people say, how you stay together? I, kept, I said, you kept changing. <laughs> you know, but I, I also said, hey, I changed too. Mm-hmm. But it, it really is true is that we did spend, we would identify things where we would change. But again, it goes back to because we're biblically based podcasts mm-hmm. that we set our foundation on the word of God. Right. And we kept going back to it, kept praying, kept getting help, renewed to whatever we needed to do. And we set a value on it. Right, so so we're letting you know this is not easy. This is not an easy thing. This is it's work. Yeah, it is work. It's work. So don't make it. I don't. We don't want to make it sound like, oh man, how can my marriage be like that? Because it can. It can be better. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at. You know, we're looking at some of the videos. A couple's been married 47 years, 50 years, 60 years. It's like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know. So there's something that works. There's something that works. There's yes. something that works. They put. They worked. They both did their part in the relationship mm-hmm. to make it work. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, not to say each couple was perfect, because I don't know all their stories. No. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I can say is that level of commitment. They didn't have that mindset of I can just jump whenever I want to, because I've you know because of the foundation is set on well, hey, yeah, I'm just with this person, this person, you know, you bouncing around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then when it came down to say, no, I'm with this, I'm committed, this is the one I'm with. You right, know, as right. As they say, come hell or high water. Right. Now, we're not, tell- we're not telling anybody to be in an abusive relationship. No, no never. No. Never. No, we no. never say that. So if, no. if there's abuse going on, then you need to either get help for that or, I mean, you may want to part ways. And then the per- other person can work on it until right. they get it together. But we're not telling anybody that's in an abusive relationship to stay. Right. We're saying couples that right. have a mutual love for each other. Right. Guys in the midst of your marriage. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. So, but then also too, if a person's hearing from God and they are on kind of their relationship like an assignment from Him, mm-hmm. He has He's using them to work through. Mm-hmm. Then you just got to do what He tells you to do, and work through it and believe Him for the grace. Right. But we're talking about beyond those situations mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, God doesn't want you. Um, I tend to quote people sometimes. Um, he doesn't want you to be a punching bag. Right. And you're talking about that type of mm-hmm. abuse or whatever it looks like. Mm-hmm. You know. It, pray. I'm just going to say they can pray through it. I mean, mm-hmm. there may be some verbal stuff going on and, and God will give you strength. Yeah, he will. He will give you strength, you know. He will. And you can pray. And and and, and, and we're here. <clears throat> We're here that you can actually send us an email at happily married in the letter in love at g- gmail.com. <laughs> I went blank, sorry. Yeah. You can email us and uh, we'll be glad to help you. Yeah, exactly. We never want you to feel like you're alone. Right. That's why we, we're here to, to motivate you, to inspire you. Mm-hmm about the word of God in your relationships. Right. And, you know, there's definitely resources that we like to send people to. I mean, I'll give credit to Focus on the Family. It's great. There's other um, Family Life Today. Mm -hmm. Those are great resources where they can really help 
and they've got professional counselors if someone needs to call and talk to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because right. we go on the record, we are not professional no, counselors. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> you know, no. I'm gonna make that clear. Right, and you can even look through your insurance or whatever for counseling or at your church. Yeah, EAP services, or mm-hmm. if your church has a good counseling marriage program, mm-hmm, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, so it seems like we've covered quite a bit there. Hopefully, this is helpful to people. We would ask you to share this with someone who may need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Click subscribe so that you know every time there's a new podcast that you'll get the update. Mm-hmm. And what was the other thing? Um, email us. Email us, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you cover subscribe, send it out. Right, yeah. right. And share it. Share it, yeah. And give us feedback. Absolutely. Yeah, we can handle it. Good or bad. Right. You now, left this part out, but let us know. Yeah. Maybe you start trolling there and you know <laughs> <laughs> You ain't gonna hear from me. <laughs> All right, well so that's a wrap. So again, this has been Michael and Sherry with the Happily Married and Love Podcast. So until next time. Peace. peace.